Welcome to episode 118 of In Touch of iOS, a podcast that talks about iPhone, iPad, Apple Watch, Apple TV, and related technologies. I'm your host, Dave Ginsburg. My co-host, Warren Sklar, is off this week, but uh, I guess I could have had anybody else better to step in as my guest co-host is uh, Mr. Guy Searle from the MyMac.com podcast. Oh, me? I thought you were you were talking about someone else. Yeah, hey, great to be here, Dave. Thanks for yeah, inviting me. Thanks for being here. And... Uh, and I'm also very, very pleased to have as a new guest, uh, Mr. Brett Terpstra from brettterpstra.com and all the other fun things about developing. How you doing, Brett? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. And the podcast, of course, as well. And you'll tell us all about that as well. Systematic and... Uh, and uh, Overtired. Oh, yeah. Overtired. Yeah, you do that with uh, Christina Warren. That's a, <laughs> that's a great show, too. And uh, uh, so... Uh, I like we'll, that we'll name. Do- yeah. Uh, so that's a, that's a great, those two great shows you got there. And you, we'll talk about that in just a minute here. Um, but uh, today we got uh, some stuff we're going to talk about, the kind of some kind of a spin of what's going on in the developer's world. And I know, Brett, you're more of a Mac user but uh, and a Mac developer, but we'll, we'll, we'll definitely get some good info today. Some news to talk about and some topics as uh, well and some tips and all the other fun stuff. So, um, first off, though, because you're a new guest, uh, Brett, uh, you, you, uh, I'd like to find out more about you, and you want to tell my tell our listeners uh, what what makes you tick, or what's going, on, what what do you do as far as uh, Mac and iOS? And I know it's more hmm. Mac, but uh, I like the, it's a very I broad question. What makes me tick? What makes um, you tick with with with, the, with in the in the Apple world? I, should, I guess I should be I, uh, I should say that. Yeah, well, I, I've been I started blogging about Apple back in early two thousands for the unofficial Apple web blog. And kind of that began my journey and all the way forward to today where I develop uh, two Mac apps and no iOS apps, although we do have an iOS version of NB Ultra in the works. Okay. But uh, but yeah, and I, I spent a lot of time writing um, mostly about super nerdy stuff for the Mac. That's what we're, and, here, to, uh, that's what we're here for, be nerds. <laughs> yeah, and, and podcasting with nerds and yeah. I'm a nerd. That's what makes me tick is ner- that, nerdery. That, nothing wrong with that. I'm, I'm, I'm nerdery. right up there with you. Another I'm right name. up there with you. Um, and uh, you said that, and we always ask, I always ask what uh, what iOS devices you had. You said you have an iPad, Apple Watch, iPhone. and do you- Yeah, all, all a couple versions behind. Okay. But I have two iPads and uh, an iPhone 10 and uh, a Series 3 Apple Watch. It's okay. I think I'm behind. behind. Nah, okay. I, don't, I don't make that much money as a as a nerd. <laughs> I, I, I hear you. I hear you. So, um, what do you think you? What do you use your Apple Watch for as much? Do you wear it all the time, or how do you? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, tracks my workouts. It, it it's constantly uh, used as a timer. Um, I use Siri on it to control music all the time. Okay. Um, yeah, I, it's. <laughs> it's always on. Like I check the weather. I use the Siri watch face, which okay. I find is kind of brilliant. It's she's going crazy right now because I keep yeah, saying because you name. keep saying her name. <laughs> her, uh, what what is? Don't tease her. Don't tease her. What does Merlin call it? Uh, widget or whatever. Um, yeah, but no, the Siri watch face. God, I keep, I keep doing it. Uh, it's brilliant though because it always S-lady. basically just puts the information I need up front. And so I don't have to like spend time flipping through apps and everything. Can, can I ask something real quick? Of course. Have either of you noticed that uh, like when Siri first, sorry, when S lady first came out, 
she was like as close to useless as any voice assistant could possibly be. And for some reason, just over like the last year, and because S lady has been around for, for quite some time, but just like over the last year, it has gotten so much better than what it used to be. Well, the market has also gotten really saturated. The competition, I mean, even Microsoft Cortana was theory for a little while. Like uh, the competition got fierce machine learning picked up. Like the AI behind all of it has improved Mm -hmm. drastically since it came out. Uh, But yeah, in the last year, it does seem like everything's actually starting to work. Crazy. And and sure enough, Microsoft is going to pretty much abandon Cortana. So (laughs) (laughs) So, it it continues. There's a halo reference there somewhere. Yeah. And, uh, Again, you're 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 primarily a Mac developer, and and you had mentioned that you you as well as of course you have a developer's account, and you um, you have this Apple Silicon machine. You've been doing some have you been doing some developing on it, or I'm pretty sworn to secrecy on it, oh. but yeah, I've been mostly using it to I'm trying to get um, uh, silicone ready versions of my apps uh, out the door in time. Okay. Um, not that either of them are going to make full use of the platform. I mean, my my main commercial app right now is a Markdown previewer that mm-hmm. will run fine for years using uh, Rosetta. It'll it's going to be okay. I just really wanted to get my hands on one and just start playing with it. So. Sure, sure. And you're about uh, to be attacked. Yeah, it's your cat's coming. Get it's you. coming for me. <laughs> um, the, uh, and do you uh, so? Will, will that app will it, will it be available on iOS at some point? Uh, will you uh, think Mark, about Mark will probably never be uh, available for iOS, but NB Ultra, which is the uh, note taking app that Fletcher Penny and I are working on okay. uh, to replace NB Alt, that one we already have an iOS version of it, and we may um, streamline development and make something that's truly cross platform. Great. It's going to be much easier now that both iOS and the Mac OS will be sharing the same uh, hardware. Yeah. I mean, having this, having the same processor removes a lot of, you know, complications of having truly cross platform code. Yeah. Um, The operating systems don't really have parity though. Um, I, I could make an iOS app that you could use on a Mac, but I like making apps that make use of Mac OS. And you, I, right now, the way things are, you lose the, what did, um, I think it was not Daniel Jalcott, maybe Michael Side, No, uh, Brent Simmons talked about the Mac acidness of a program and like a truly Mac native application that makes use of all of the operating systems features. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you can't make cross-platform portable. And so that's always kind of stuck with me. Uh, it's easy to make an app that kind of uses both, but you still have to make two apps if you want to make the most of each operating system. Yeah, something gets lost in the translation. Yeah. yeah. Like um, copy paste. <laughs> I'm, I'm so with, annoyed uh, with news. <laughs> it's right. Uh, and your iPhone, I'm obviously daily driver. You're always using that for, for yeah. day-to-day stuff. Um, anything stands out that, that really... Uh, do you like um well let's see i like my deadpool screensaver okay (laughs) Um, no i so 
I, I really liked having uh, my calendar widget with iOS 14 in my yeah. home screen, but that's about the only widget I've really used. Yeah. Um, I do use, think. I have shortcuts on my today screen and I'm sorry about the cat. Is this okay? He really wants to be <laughs> it's right fine. here. Um, <laughs> it's audio podcast. It's fine. <laughs> but yeah, like I use apps like deliveries that have been around forever. Uh, yeah. Uh, Spark email. Oh, I, Spark is I still great. use the, I haven't tried Spark. Oh, I really like Spark. Uh, Spark, I use MailMate on the Mac, which is an ugly, nerdy email application. Um, it's not ugly. It's just it's not nearly as pretty as something like AirMail would be. Um, but uh, all of the features that it kind of lets me hack together, they work really well with the way I use Spark. So Spark is the best choice for me on iOS. Um, but yeah. I mean, most of most of what I use my iPhone for is all like I use Twitter's Twitter app, I use Slack sure. Slack app, Facebook's Facebook app. Yeah, just just like just like mess, Discord's most of us. Discord app. Yeah, yeah we just we uh, we're mobile. We want to have a mobility access to it. So, and do you use your? You said you have a few few versions back on your iPad. Any anything you do with uh, your iPad? I don't. I want to start making more use of my iPad. Yeah. I'm selling my Apple Pencil to my mom. Oh, okay. Because I I bought it. <laughs> do you, and do I, you need the money that badly? Is that what's going on here? I felt bad. Like I I thought I would use it more. Yeah. But even now with Scribble, my handwriting is so atrocious that even if it did rec- recognize it, I'd be embarrassed to have that. I, I, I just, I don't even remember how to use pens and pencils anymore. So it was kind of a waste of money. You, um, just, you just didn't want your iPad to judge you anymore on your handwriting. <laughs> That's right. right. Yeah. I know. I know that where you're coming is from. Bad. It's bad. It's like, it's like people. I complaining, refuse to operate. It's like people complaining that S lady doesn't work with their accent. I have that, but for handwriting, uh, but I really, I want to use my iPad more. And there was a while yeah. I was doing a lot of writing using my iPad, Okay. but then I got a, a new MacBook pro and I just kind of back to the Mac. I don't love the, I have the older smart keyboard cover. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a great keyboard for working on. Yeah. The magic, I, keyboard, I, which I've done reviews for it, 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 it's a vast improvement, but it's pricey. It's, I've gotten uh, really, yeah, I, ju- I just picked up, I just picked up the bridge keyboard that I'm using with my, my I have one iPad pro. I had one for my third gen iPad and I hated it. It, it yeah. died within like, four months after I got it and wasn't that, and, and Bluetooth connectivity wasn't that great to begin with, but so far the one that I'm using with the 2018 iPad pro has been, has been terrific. Brilliant. Here, here's the thing is I started using mechanical keyboards on my Mac mm-hmm. and I've gotten so used to typing on a mechanical that if I'm going to actually make use of an iPad, I'm going to have to get a Bluetooth mechanical keyboard for it. And I do have a Matthias that I've kind of used with it. Well, the Matthias Quiet Pro Bluetooth. Mm-hmm. That works okay. But it's bigger than the iPad. And kind of defeats the portability of the whole thing. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to definitely have a link to all of your all of your work on your website. And uh, definitely uh, start to find out more about you. And uh, I, again, I welcome you to the show. And uh, we're going to have a lot of fun here talking about... Uh, all kinds of stuff and, and uh, 
Yeah, we're we're all geeks here too, so you're not alone here. So it's great to be here. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's go ahead and move on to the news of uh, the week. That I, some stories that uh, caught my eye. Um, this first story is on Apple Insider. Um, iOS 14.2 beta code hints that there may not be earpods with the iPhone 12. Uh, code strings that were uncovered uh, in the latest uh, iOS 14.2 beta release suggests that Apple does not intend to include a free set of earpods with uh, with the iPhone 12 purchases. And I'm not surprised about this at all. And they may not even include the power um uh, the power adapter either because they they already did that with the uh, the Apple Watch now, Series Six, which I they, have, they so. are going to include the phone. The phone will be included, yeah. Okay, the, like, all right, just and, and, and they're probably if, the Lightning cable too, just like they did with the Apple if, Watch. They include if the they really wanted to go green, though, they would leave the phone out. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, just they just send you a recyclable box, recyclable box for like sixteen hundred bucks. Made in California. Keep yeah. using your old your old phone. Well, Here's a box. Let's, let's face it. I can probably go into my closet to my right right here and open up a, open up one of my bins. I probably have like a bin full of of ear, the earpods that I haven't for all the years that I every year yeah. I upgrade my phone. So my iPhone. So uh, yeah. So I could see their point. I mean, well, if we they all, do that, does that mean they also won't include that little? Well, assuming that they stick with Lightning, uh, the, the Lightning to uh, TS or TRS adapter. They may not even include that. No, I bet you'd have to buy. Well, it if they as don't an extra include, accessory. if they don't include the ear, the ear pods, there wouldn't be much point in including that either. Yeah, exactly. So, well, because the ear pods, the ones that were in the latest, the last models, was an actual lightning um, ear pods. Uh, it didn't have a, a three point five inch uh, j- uh, plug. Oh, okay. Because I have a, I have an iPhone SE, and I that came, that came with the adapter. Oh, so it had the regular ones with the three and a half inch, and then you had to use the adapter. Hmm. Yeah, because the, the no, Pro no, Mac, no, no. I mean, it well, I yeah, it, well, it had the regular it came with AirPods. the adapter as well as it came with yeah. the AirPods yeah, yeah, with yeah, the yeah. Lightning on it. Yes. Okay. So, just of course, rumors as always that 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 they're they're seeing this, but if it's in code, you know, you almost kind of have to believe it. So, but it is what it is. I I I thought uh, interesting to note that, like I said, the uh, the the AC adapter is probably not going to be included with either. So, hey, they started with the Apple Watch. Why not move on to the app to the iPhone as well uh, for the same thing to happen? So, um, uh, next story uh, Apple TV is actually coming to, reportedly coming to the Xbox and likely in time for the. Uh, for the launch uh, on November 10th. Hey, my birthday. Uh, and Happy um, birthday. Yeah, coming up here. Apple, so uh, yeah, Apple TV we won't app. We remember, so yeah, we're saying yeah. The Apple TV app is coming to the <laughs> Xbox, according to the Windows Central. This is on Mac Rumors, uh, which tweeted that it can it, it can confirm the news. Um, so I'm really seeing Apple TV. The Apple TV app is there. Apple is really uh, just doing a smart thing, and they're just putting it everywhere. I mean, you're, you're finding it um, – on not only the Apple TV, but you're finding it on all of the other plat- many of the other platforms, including smart TVs and everywhere else. I mean, they really want to get their their Apple TV Plus out there. Is really, I think, what the really the goal is. So this is not surprising uh, uh, that this is happening at all. I don't know how much you yeah. watch TV, or, uh, Brett, uh, as far as uh, all the time. Do you do? Okay, are you have an all Apple TV? Time. I forgot to ask you that. Yes. <laughs> okay, so yeah, I have a. a what do you think of this? Four? I I think it's I think it's great. I think the only way Apple will ever be able to maintain uh, a content platform like that is if it is everywhere. If, exactly. if they tie it as closely as most of their apps are tied to their hardware, I don't think it would ever get enough adoption mm-hmm. to justify the cost of producing their own series and everything. Right. Are they on Roku? Yeah. 
Can you get uh, Apple yes. TV on Roku? Yes. Yes. Yeah. What about Amazon Fire? That one, I don't, uh, I don't know. So. But I mean, that, basically, the Roku isn't the Roku basically Android Light? Is isn't that isn't that like an offshoot of Android? I honestly don't know. <laughs> kind of, sort of, because Android. We're going to be talking about the uh, the Chrome the Chromecast here in, in, in a topic here coming up. Because okay, well, I honestly, this, I see, I see that the death of the Apple TV as a streaming box. I I can't I can't see pain. any reason at this point for Apple to update it to 4k or to anything else. Let somebody, I mean, these TVs now, the smart TVs have all of the hardware to do all the encoding. So why, why even, why even bother, you know, and this is probably worse news for Roku, which is kind of a one trick pony other than their content delivery system and others. Like I, I can't see the Amazon fire stick or the fire, whatever's, lasting as a as a streaming box for another two years i, I just don't I, see, it see with the with the fire stick it's like 30 bucks and you get a pretty decent app ecosystem out of it like at at a couple hundred dollars the apple tv is a little more of a yeah a, a, a buying decision and and amazon will let you spread your 30 dollars out over six months and pay like three dollars a month with no interest yeah. I think they can survive, uh, assuming yeah. they're not losing money on that. Um, but yeah, I, I agree. There's the the future of the Apple TV seems um, virtual. It's it's in question. I, I it is. I personally, I love my Apple TV. I don't want it to go away. Um, I don't. I wouldn't want to switch to like built-in smart TV. Um, oh, I don't like the you smart know. TVs. At, at this point, at this point, the only thing that it has that it, that's not available through the other app on all the other smart TVs is arcade. Everything else is, is done right through the right. Apple TV plus apps. Yeah. Arcade's the only bit that's left. Um, that's, that's I do unique. I, the uh, system wide search of everything except for Netflix. Um, it, 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 there's a lot to be, to being able to ask S lady to just find a show across all of the apps. Like that's the kind of thing that ties it together as an ecosystem. And it sucks that, that Netflix has not allowed the deep linking that everything else has. But still, if I want to find a movie and I have five different streaming services to look through, it's really nice to, to just search for it in one place and have it come up. Yeah, no, so I, I would, agree. I would say S lady is a selling feature of the Apple TV. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Um, they they yeah. just got to okay. fix the remote. And we've talked about that before. I have the Function 101 remote that is awesome, but that doesn't have the S-Lady built into my it. So favorite, you, my favorite thing is being able to say, what did she just say? Exactly. And have it rewind 30 seconds and turn on subtitles for 30 seconds to, to tell me what <laughs> a character what just she said. said. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. I love that. I use it all the time. That, that's, where, that's what she just said. Um, so, uh, let's go and move on to the next story. Uh, Apple acquired podcast app Scout FM earlier this year, and now it's, uh, shut down. I know, uh, the guy, you just guys talked about this on my Mac.com podcast. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, the website Scout FM is now defunct, but it was available on iPhones, Android devices, and Amazon smart speakers. But, um, and Scout FM generated podcast stations covering various topics similar to like a radio station, but for a podcast experience. Um, and, uh, I, 
of course they they Apple is being very vague of what they've done with it. They they did purchase it and uh, and, and Apple seems to be planning to do an audio spinoff of some of its original television movie contents. And this this could be like a platform uh, that uh, they can incorporate in the podcast app and other and other places. Uh, yeah, what did, I what think you, that's what, what they're going to end up doing. I don't think I don't think it's going to exist as like a a, a separate app. They'll they'll no, just incorporate it's gone. the technology. Yeah. Yeah, that's what they, I think they've done that many times with different uh, with different Sherlock, companies they've sorry, bought. Excuse me, what's that? <laughs> Sherlock, <laughs> Sherlock, they Sherlocked it. Um, so uh, and Brett, I know you're you're. I assume you're you're a podcast listener, and this is probably something you that, would uh, think. I would hope yeah, so. Maybe. We're all podcasters yeah, here, so we I, might uh, be listening to a few as well. But I I listen to a couple like a month. I I don't do good at listening to podcasts. Yeah, that's right. I, I can't, if they're on in the background, uh, they're too distracting to work to, and I don't commute anywhere. Yeah. And um, I rarely set aside an hour to just listen to a podcast. So I'm a horrible podcast listener. That's okay. Yeah, I'm kind of the same way. I mean, I have, and unfortunately, my commute to, I say unfortunately, it's actually great that my commute to work when I have to go into the office is only like, 20 minutes, 25 minutes, which is amazing here at the DC area. But uh, yeah, you know, 20, 25 minutes is, is not even enough time to listen to like half or a third right. nowadays of yeah, the right. Mac podcast, especially with the after show, which most people <laughs> just skip to anyway. So, yeah. <laughs> so then the last story I had was, uh, which I didn't, I, I figured it already was the iPad, the iPod nano is now quote unquote obsolete the last ipod nano model was marked as vintage as apple meaning it's no longer possible to get it repaired this was the model i guess as far as back in 2015 that had all those different colors it was that little little small one the screenless screenless one yeah i can't imagine that the cost of getting a repair last year would (laughs) have been worth it worth it yeah i mean it's it like none of those have apple care anymore so you'd be paying i'm sorry that'll be 500 500 dollars I mean, they hadn't even updated the iPod and on, but iPod Touch, which had an yeah. A10 fusion, which has the A10. No, they, fusion they, they, I thought I thought they did that last year. They, they 2019, they did, yeah, year. which was surprisingly yeah. fresh. Yeah, so I think the the days are numbered for any iPods at this point. Um, of the way things are, if that that that's the last one that's left is iPod Touch. So, but anybody has that iPod non, Nano, it's uh, it's got to go into your museum collection if you still have it. Yeah, um, just how, that drawer how, that you keep all those extra. Yeah extra like charging cables and, and right. power bricks and everything and else got, for your old I've phone. I've got old just iPods, those old iPods, the, the 30 what gig was, one. So. What was the biggest storage size of the iPod Nano? It was probably it was 64 six, gigs. Maybe 64 yeah. gigs, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I still it remember was expensive my, too. It was like 300 bucks. I remember my creative audio MP3 player yeah. that held 256 megabytes, megabytes. of your music. Yeah. We were like, whoa. <laughs> I know we were all Pass it around that. the office and everyone could play DJ with it. Yeah. I had that's why with the very first iPod that was Firewire. I mean, from you know when it first came yeah. out. So uh, I mean I still have a, a couple couple of my old iPods, you know, the twenty gigabyte iPods with the with the mechanical drives in them, and you'd always hear the click, click, oh, yeah. click, click. I yeah, click wheel, the click wheel white click iPods. Wheel. I had that and I have very fond memories of it. I I still have it around somewhere because I couldn't bring myself to let go of it. I'm going to hold on to it and hold to it until it's like vintage computer. 
<laughs> and then get, you know, thousands of dollars for it. Well, there, one there thing go. that iPod touches are still good for, especially because it's so, it's still kind of hard to find good webcams. You can use them as webcams. Oh, with like camo? And yeah. Also with Yeah, E-talk. we talked about that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, it, uh, it's uh, definitely, uh, definitely, it's, it's a gone. It, it yeah. is gone. I used to use it for Guy's Daily Drive to record that in the car. Have you guys tried to buy a webcam this year? It's been yeah, very challenging. I tried to buy one, I I tried to buy one from, my, from my brother uh, <laughs> who lives down in Florida, and I ended up getting him some. I couldn't even tell you what the name of it was. It was some unpronounceable yeah. name, and when I got it, it was 50 bucks. Yep. And I'm guessing it probably cost about 15 bucks pre-COVID. And I, it still took like two months for it to get to him. And when it arrived, I was like, oh, please work, please work, please work. Because he insisted, my brother loves me. He insisted on paying for it before it arrived. And I was like, don't, don't pay me for this yet because it may not work. But thank God it did work. Uh, yeah, but f- trying to find decent webcams. And, you know, and let's face it, we're talking about the Logitech series, the, the 920X and, and the 930X series. And because everything else, I mean, a lot of it will work. A lot of it doesn't look that great. I mean, I'm currently, this is a 930 that I'm using right now. Yeah, mine too. And it's, it, yeah, and it's it's fine. Uh, yeah. I Like the last couple of Mac to the Futures, I was using my iPhone with either Camo or Epoch. And that looked, that looked really good too. So yeah. the fact that, that there are so many other options now, and there's been a lot of creative options done because of the problems of finding some of this stuff. Right. But now, fortunately, I think the market has settled down somewhat. So some of the stuff is now finally starting to filter back in and you're not seeing prices for the, the Logitech 930 and the $200 range anymore, which is ridiculous. Cause I think I yeah. paid 70, 80 bucks for it. I'm using the Logitech speech. Sorry. I'm what? using the Logitech 1080 Pro Stream and I've been really impressed with its depth of field. But it took yeah, me the Brio? Four, huh? Is that the Brio? No, it just says Logi 1080p Pro Stream. Oh, okay. Um, but it is yeah, it's it's yeah, been great. Can... It took me forever to find it and get it shipped yeah. though. Uh, it was out of stock literally everywhere. Everywhere, it's like, yeah. It's impossible. Logitech cameras are very hard to find right now. So, but, yep, uh, but uh, the, uh, RIP to the iPod, you know. <laughs> uh, let's go is ahead. Is that where this on. all started? This is where all this <laughs> <Okay>. started. <laughs> all right, let's go ahead and move on. I talk about beta. I always, uh, uh, Brett, you don't know, but uh, our co-host uh, Warren, uh, he lives on the, the cutting edge and always puts betas on Every one of his production devices, his Mac, his his iPhone, his iPad, and his Tesla. He just says do it. And he has a Tesla too, of course. You know, yeah. that, that that's Warren. But uh so we we tend to talk about beta and just uh just give it give um uh, uh what's 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 new this this time around. Uh fourteen dot two uh, beta two just came out this this uh this past week. Um and one of the, one of the interesting things is I have the 
I have a, a uh, iPhone 10R uh, phone iPhone that I use for just for beta. See, I'm smart. I have a separate device that I will put beta on. And I'm okay with doing it that way because I don't care what happens to this phone. Um, for some reason, beta one there was a bug, and I had never seen that before for just the 10R, and I couldn't update it. So it, it would. In fact, I had downloaded it before they pulled it from the the the, the developer and the public beta, um, and. Uh, it was it the, it was really wonky. It, you, I would try to get the the passcode. The screen was like halfway up. You couldn't even get to the wow. barely could get to the buttons. It was really bad. So they pulled it, and uh, I had to revert this back to fourteen fourteen zero at the time. Um, and um, and now they released it. And now it's it, it's now out uh, available on uh, on ten R again. So I know everybody's excited about that. But uh, but biggest things they've added with fourteen dot two is uh, Shazam, which of course Apple. That's another company that Apple purchased. Uh, uh, sure. A while ago, and uh, that uh, is now going to be incorporated into the uh, into the control center. So you're going to be able to actually get to it and uh, yep. uh, be able to say that. But the most important thing that they did is they got some new emojis. So the really important to you know those are really, really important things I, that we're sweating over. And yeah. I can, I have links here from Mac Mac rumors as far as some of the things that they've introduced, including uh, Ninja and uh, you know smiling face with tear. You know, they, 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 a disguised face, you know, those are important things here. So uh, in, in the show notes, it lists Ninja and Pinata, and I read yeah. it as Nina and Pinta, and I thought the next <laughs> like one the was going to be was like the, Santa the, Maria. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Only for Columbus Cause, Day. Because Columbus Only Day is Columbus coming Day. up uh, here yeah. in the United States, so... Uh, so, yeah, so that I think that's what it was. So, um, but uh, those are really the things that did, that, that stood out. Uh, watch OS uh, seven point one, uh, which I would never put on my watch because you don't. There's no going back once you go forward. So, uh, uh, but that's gonna uh, that's out as well. As of course, Mac OS Big Sur is coming very soon here, um, and uh, uh, so they they really have done some changes with the with the control center, and uh, that's good because I think control center is important to. Um, function on the iPhone uh, these days. So, uh, but uh, we'll continue to see what happens. I think 14.2 is probably going to be out sooner than later. Uh, we're at 14.0.1, which was released for fixing bugs. So, um, but uh, we'll we'll see where that goes. So, so uh, let's go. Let's change gears here and let's uh, you know, talk about a topic that I know is near and dear to Brett's heart is uh, text editors. Um, uh, you ha- you have an amazing. Uh, uh, you have an amazing uh, grid and showing of all. The, I mean, I can't even believe there's so many. There are there are these many text editors available for, for Markdown and and other things. Um, what what inspired getting this this text editors uh, list uh, t- together uh, that you put together on your website? Well, it was um, wow a few few years back, at least five years back. Um, just the wealth of text editors that were being created for iOS and. Um, as someone who blogs a lot about applications for mm-hmm. Mac and iOS, uh, people were always asking me what text editor would do this thing for them. Uh, so I took it upon myself to crowdsource. It, oh it started God. out as a, a Google Doc and just had everyone kind yeah. of put their favorite text editors on and then check off all the boxes, what it could do, and uh, turn that into had a Ruby script that would turn that spreadsheet into a html table and just put it out there and uh for a while i let the uh the google doc remain public and people helped me keep it up but eventually it just became something i kind of i have a 
a WooFo form that people, developers can fill out to add new, mm-hmm. uh, new apps to it. And then I go through and clear out. Uh, last, last culling took about 30 text editors out. So what you see now is 30 fewer than it was a year ago. Oh, yeah, because there's a lot here already. <laughs> I was like, look at this list. Yeah. Like, holy cow, I didn't realize. I haven't, heard, I haven't heard of like, like of 90% <laughs> of these. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and a lot of them are one trick ponies that, you know, if you just want a 99 cent text editor, it'll probably do the trick for you. But if you have any kind of advanced needs, there's only a few that really stand out. And the headers on the table, you can like, if you click them, it'll start removing apps that don't have that feature. So you can quickly filter the table down to something that does what you actually need. I mean, some of, a lot of these are note taking apps too, like notability and, and drafts and, uh, yeah. The only requirement are- is that they have to work with plain text. Um, okay. they can, they can work with rich text as well, but I don't include any editors that are purely like pages, like designed for writing rich text. Okay. Now is any of these, do any the, what are any of these uh, apps that you use at all uh, for uh, iOS? Drafts and OneWriter are my go-to text editor tools. And for pretty much anyone who asks me what I pick out of all of those text editors, Drafts and OneWriter are kind of essential for me. Okay. Uh, and there's 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 just so many others that like I said they're just kind of obscure. Um, but a lot of the stuff that you do is is for for, for programming. You want to do you know, Markdown language and and things like that. And is that well, really I, what? yeah, I take all of my notes, all of my writing, everything is done in Markdown. Okay. Um, so for me, that's kind of Markdown editing tools are a, a requirement. Whereas for a lot of people, I don't know. Does anyone not use Markdown? Well, that'd be so weird. <laughs> it is your app, right? <laughs> well, no, marked marked is my app. Markdown is Mark. John Gruber's right uh, syntax for writing rich text using plain ASCII text. Okay, so, and everyone should be using it. It's brilliant it right be. now. They should be. immediately. Yes, <laughs> go get it. Uh, but yeah, I have a link in the show notes to this this great great grid, and you you know you can just go and look and see what what's going to work out best for you. Um, Guy, did you? Like you said you did, most of these you hadn't even heard of. I'm I'm kind of like in the same same boat with you. But uh, well, the, the fact the fact that you can look at this list and look at features at the top and go, well, I need to have Dropbox connectivity, and yeah. I need to be able to use it, you know, HTML email or or as a PDF editor or something like, that. and you can just click each one of these boxes. And the apps that don't do the things that that you wanted to do disappear, yeah. and so it kind of it kind of narrows down the, uh, the the number of apps based on feature set, and that is that is just brilliant. That is yeah. really really good programming. Yeah, hey, thanks. That is a great web page. Yeah, this is. So we'll have a, definitely have a link here in the show notes. You can see it. And I said if if some if if more of them were free, I would probably download them, just like load them up on a, on a, on on one of my beta devices and just try all kinds of them. But I don't get a you know expensive. what's sad is that list got so big and unwieldy that there's really no way to look at it on an iPhone. Right. So <laughs> it's a catalog of iOS apps that you can't really access. That's from not an mobile. IOS. That's not mobile ready. <laughs> So use your yeah. Mac to look at this list. So if you, if well, you it's click mobile it, ready, it's just not mobile friendly. Well, I had considered, friendly. I had considered like turning the whole thing. If I sold enough advertising for it, because honestly it's one of the highest traffic pages on my website. 
Then I see that in your to do here that that you said that times you're still trying to figure out how to get it to work. Yeah, well, like I had considered selling ads and actually making a little network of like because you could you could take it and not just text editors, you could have best photo editors or best music apps and you could set up grids for all of them and I could get people to moderate each section and. I could turn it into a whole network and I probably could have made a, enough of a go at it to scrape by and then, you know, be able to afford the development time to make a mobile version, but it didn't interest me that much. Yeah. Well, like I said, this is a pretty amazing list that what you got here is it, it is. is. So uh, we appreciate it. I think it's, I'm sure many others uh, out there do as well. And Hey, if anyone's looking at that and they think, Hey, why isn't this app on there? There's a form you can fill out and and get it added. There you go. Yeah. So take take a look at it and yeah and uh, there, like I said, you'll find some. You might some find you might find a uh, uh, a note taking app or a editor that you'll like. So uh, we appreciate it. So um, and then uh, next uh, next uh, topic I wanted to talk about a little bit here is um, I don't know if about you guys. Uh, iOS 14. I, I've, I've have, I have tend to notice that my you know I've got the 11 Pro Max, which is you know not is a year old, and uh, I have been noticing that the battery has been draining a little quicker than than normal, um, and uh, uh, and one of the weird things that that, that came out today was uh, uh, the other day about uh, about this when you go talk to Apple with your Apple Watch and your and your iPhone, Apple suggesting that you wipe and restore both. Both of them, which seems to me a little bit extreme. I don't know about you guys, yeah, but a little bit. This is actual. This is an actual support article. And on what's Apple's. that supposed? That's supposed to fix the battery drain. Yeah, yeah, that's what they're saying. Because there was because uh, uh, I would link uh, to a story on iPhone hacks. Uh, because what was happening is uh, there was missing GPS da- data and uh, or facing excess battery drain on iPhones or Apple Watch. Apple's just recommending restore your device. I'm like, really? <laughs> There's an actual link published. It's a new support document with possible solutions, uh, what you could do. But what they're saying is, you know, unpair your watch and back up your day, back, back up your iPhone in the, uh, so in iCloud. For, un- and- for unrelated reasons, I just did that. And in it, I still have battery drain. Yeah. I, so my phone started like tapping itself. Like I, it would just go berserk and just start opening apps and moving things around and with nothing touching the screen. Uh, so I got it. I sent it in and they gave me a brand new one. So this is a brand new phone, supposedly. It's that still doing we, it? We, no, it, it doesn't have that issue anymore. But the battery drains in, in about, I'm going to say under regular use, I get maybe 16 hours out of it. Before it needs a recharge, which is no better than the three-year-old no. version I sent them. Hmm. Strange. You're not running that Cyberdyne app, are you? Oh, is that the problem? <laughs> it could be. Could be. <laughs> um, and then uh, there was another article that I, I linked in, and we've talked about this before on, on, on some tips on how to improve your iPhone battery life. Uh, one of the good things about and this started actually in iOS 12, they added this, was... Uh, the the actual uh, way of being able to look at the battery life um, right right in uh, right on uh, the phone. So um, they have they have an actual app that you can open up and, and it looks at the it takes a look at um, uh, it gives you a grid what and what apps are are actually um, uh, what ac- what are actually doing and draining and you know 
apps that are famous for it are like if you're if you're a Facebook user, you, you know, Facebook app is horrible. Uh, I know the mail app sometimes does take a little percent. Like this this picture here is showing that Twitter was taking up about thirty one percent of the of the activity and was uh, starting to affect the battery drain. So you you, you kind of look at apps and you, then you have to kind of decide, okay, is are those apps that important to you? <laughs> and and, and uh, uh, maybe you delete them. <laughs> maybe use a web based version. And I think that's what a lot of people do with Facebook. They just you know, fed up with the battery life and they just stop using or, or stop using Facebook altogether. Well, you, you got that. You got that uh, too as well. Reasons beyond battery life. Well, you can just stop life. using right. Facebook. Um, but there are a couple things that I always had always recommended, um, uh, specifically uh, location services. Uh, we can go to settings, privacy, and location services and make sure you uh, turn off the background, background app refresh. I always turn that off. I, I just don't find that is a necessary thing. Now they do talk about things like disabling location services, but you really don't want to do like a whole, like a whole thing of turning it off. But the good thing now is most app developers are now setting it. So you can go in and actually set it to while using the app, as opposed to always. Um, there were some app developers that were really greedy and saying, well, let's set it for always. And that, and that in itself, I think was kind of, kind of cruddy and you need to be never or always. Um, so at least they've got that, that uh, that option uh, to be able to add that. So um, other other good tips too is like I used I love dark mode. I don't know about you guys. I, I really I like to have I like the dark mode and that that tends to help battery life a lot because it's not you know hitting the L- the LED and the LCD that 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 hard um, uh, is that and low power mode is the other one they met they they suggest and I don't think uh, um, I don't think uh, I'm not a big fan of that. I, I tend to not use that um, and then. Uh, one other thing they were they would suggest too is like uh, placing the iPhone face down because it's got a face down detection feature which you know makes use of the ambient light so it ensures the display does not light up when you leave it when you receive a notification. In fact, I probably should put I should probably face my phone the other way because <laughs> I have it sitting on my nightstand because I have a I have one of those iHome uh, wireless chargers. It's like a stand on it, so it's it's next to a, the clock. And yeah, I've got Twitter telling me when people make notifications, and I. Wake up in the middle of the night and it's the Twitter no- notification came up and you know somebody's uh, posting something at three o'clock in the morning. I'm like, what? who's posting it? This is the late hour. Unless I'm following somebody from like the UK or something. But yeah, um, I've got Do Not Disturb turned on after like. Yeah, I should turn that back so. on. I and I, I always forget to do it. So uh, so, but uh, a lot of good tips in there as far as uh, as far as battery life goes, and uh, I think uh, it's uh, it's definitely something to uh, to take a look at and be aware of. So. Um, changing gears here, I thought another, so another interesting topic and, um, uh, Google just had a big, a big announcement, uh, and, and they announced the new pixel five and a new four a, which is going to have five G, um, which is, uh, uh, which is interesting. So they, they jumped the gun and got ahead of Apple uh, before the iPhone 12 was, is due to be announced here. So, um, and, uh, I, I saw it interesting to see what, what Google's adding to, to their, to, to their phones. I think it's, uh. Uh, definitely going to be interesting. The pricing is going to be is pretty aggressive too. I mean, the four A's at uh, with five G connectivity starting at five hundred five hundred bucks four ninety nine, uh, and then uh, the the Pixel Five is adding. Uh, of course, a lot of the stuff they're adding, Apple has already got on their on their iPhone. So, but uh, you know, but but Apple of course already went ahead and and, and borrowed things from Google as well by having what? widgets and and having the app app library. And, hmm, you know, so they're all they're all 
ripping both each each other off. But so, so uh, but uh, I think the unique two of the interesting things that there were announced. Uh, 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 this was, I believe, yesterday. Um, was uh, the Google Chromecast, which now includes the Google TV, and it's forty nine bucks and has a remote, and it's also got the Android TV OS in it. It's very I- Apple TV ish because uh, I really, I, as I looked at it and saw some of the demonstrations, um, and I, interesting seeing the other device too was the Google Next Nest Audio, which is uh, now that's they're looking to, to compete even more with the HomePod. Uh, that's only ninety nine bucks, so they got some. Aggressive pricing here with these devices. I'd be interesting to see how the sound is on that speaker. Uh, but what do you guys think as far as uh, as far as Google going here with uh, with the Chromecast uh, and like we just talked about earlier about the Apple TV and uh, where that may be going? Uh, Forty nine dollar device. It's, that's pretty cheap. I would note that while they made the same mistake of having a per- perfectly symmetrical uh, remote. They at least it, yeah. lo- it looks like you can at least tell at first glance or with a thumb press which way your remote is facing. This is true because <laughs> you're, you're, you're I'm doing that all the time with the Apple TV remote. Yeah. That's why I've got well, the how, Function how 101. You not? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why I bought that Function 101 remote for 30 bucks. Now I can. Yeah, it's, least... it's a terrible remote. It, it they, they I mean, need it's to, not it's not design. bad. It's not bad on the same level as as the hockey puck mouse. But it's, yeah. it's, it's damn bad. close. <laughs> that was bad. That I think was I have really one of those bad. in a drawer somewhere here. <laughs> it was so bad. Uh, uh, so I'm I've, never used, I've never used a Chromecast TV, so I have no idea. No, I, really, what the only reason I brought it up is because looking at, I mean, I haven't either. I mean, I have Chromecasts that I had, but the Chromecast, the old Chromecasts were generally devices that you could just um, uh, mirror your device to it yeah. and be able to watch. But now this is this device is first time ever and they're only charging 50 bucks for it that actually includes an OS in it and has the same or similar type interface that Apple TV has and being able to go to the, the Google Assistant and ask for things just like we asked S, S lady. So um, that's why I think for $50, maybe we got a question. What Apple's thought is with Apple TV isn't going to be around. I mean, because you yeah. got... You got Google like this doing this, so because I will say Google Assistant is really good. It is good. I agree. Yeah, I mean, I've got a couple Google devices here. I mean, I've got a, a Google Home little, t- you know, the little screen. I absolutely love, I actually love it because I can, I, whenever I want to watch something away from my computer, I can just send it. I could stream it to the Google Hub and be able to have that playing on the little screen here while I'm doing something else here on my uh, on my computer here. So yeah. Um, so I, I don't knock Google for a lot of the things they do. I think. I think what their downfall is, especially for with their phones, their uh, their marketing. They're just not very good at marketing their their products. I mean, not getting out there to the carriers and some, they're not very available. And people are like, I never heard of that phone before, you know, type of thing because uh, they just aren't very good at it. Versus you know where iPhone is to today. So so it's got definitely gonna be interesting. I like to see where where um, the HomePod and the Apple TV go. Um, and this is definitely a step to push Apple to. Decide: Are they going to stay in this market, or are they going to do you know come up with? You know, they were supposed to come up with a home uh, mini that that's been rumored for a while. Uh, I don't know where that's going to be. You know, again, that's a rumor. So, uh, any other thoughts, uh, guy? Before we move on here, uh, I have one Google device. It was some cheap ass phone I bought on Wish dot com, and I, I've regretted <laughs> buying it ever since I did. <laughs> I uh, could never really get it to work properly, but I don't think that's that's a reflection of Android more than it is just a poor purchasing des- decision by me at midnight. 
from Wish.com. Um, and, and you know, I mean, it looked they 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 look like they're great phones. I, I don't know. I I'm not willing to spend five or six hundred dollars to, to find out. try a, a a phone that's supposed to be just as good as what I already have. So. All right, uh, moving on here. Um, I uh, was fortunate enough earlier this year, as m- m- many who listen uh, know, I was able to go to, to CES for the first time back in January before the pandemic hit here. So I guess just shortly, shortly thereafter, and we weren't doing anything. So it was kind of a, yeah. a kind of a, I was very lucky being able to go. I had a lot of fun and uh, got to hang out with uh, with Chuck Joyner and Allison Sheridan and uh, many others. So we had a lot of fun uh, as well as get to see all the new stuff. So um, and I got to interview a number of, of folks, and one of them was uh, was a company called Sketchboard. Sketchboard Pro is uh, is the website, and by no means am I an artist. <laughs> I can say that for I'll, I'll be the first disclaimer here about talking about this. And what they have here is called the Sketchboard Pro, and this uh, they they sent me a review unit, and I wanted to take I kind of give a quick uh, a quick review of it. Um, this this is a really nice, well built uh, sketchboard, bro. For the guy, for people watching on the can on on the stream here, um, it it uh, this this one here that I have is actually holding a twelve point twelve point nine inch iPad Pro in here, um, and uh, it does have feet on the back here. And, and what you do is you uh, you actually flip them out, and you can have it in a tilt position, and be able to you know actually draw and be able to go through and, and draw things. Um, and, uh, it holds the Apple pencil. It does. And, and I was, and, and I have, uh, uh, procreate on here and I was actually uh, doing some, some things with the Apple pencil and drawing it. it. It is really comfortable. And I guess the biggest complaint, if you actually go to their website, watch the videos, was the fact that artists tend to, when they were doing their work on an iPad, um, that their hands would start getting numb and not being able to, cause they had to ho- actually hold the iPad and not have a place that could be comfortable. Yeah. And they really what they decided to, to to come up with is this this really solidly built uh, board. I mean, I mean this thing is this, I, I I'm very impressed with how they how they how they built this. So is it obviously a niche device? I don't think too many people other than maybe probably in the art community are going to probably want to buy this. But I, I think it's a really cool uh, way. And they, as you see here, they even put a hole here for the camera. So if I really want to need to take a picture and I have it in the board, I don't have to take it out. I actually could take a picture with that. <laughs> I already like, make fun of people that yeah. holding up their iPad. Can you, imagine, just... can you imagine me holding this thing up like this? Uh, hold, I'm holding it up here and I'm taking a freeze. I'm taking yeah. a picture. Wait, look like one of those, the, one of those old time picture takers yeah. where he puts like the cloth over yeah. his head and the whole thing. Uh, so uh, uh, check them out. I, I I give a shout out to JJ who's uh, was kind enough to uh, send this to me as a review unit, and um, and uh, there I have a link to the, their website. And the price is not too terribly expensive. It's on pre order right now. Um, that they they've already sold out of a number of them already. It's uh, seventy nine dollars, and uh, it uh, is definitely uh, something to to check out if you happen to be an artist and want to uh, to want to do that. So um, and then. Uh, with that, we've got I've got a couple of tips here in in here we're going to go over uh, real quick. Um, the Messages app in iOS 14. I mean, there's so many there's so many things to talk about iOS 14. It makes it makes my mind numb because there's just so many things that are so new in iOS 14. And I know a few guys have taken taken advantage. Of course, in Messages you use Messages, 
mm-hmm. some of the things that are now available in messages. It's really cool. And the biggest thing I really liked was pin pinning messages to the top of the group. It, 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 Brett, have you have you done have you done that in your messages app already? Yep. yep. Yeah. Pinned contacts and pinned conversations. Yeah, I love. Yeah. It. So I got I've got the common conversations, and I went and and what's really cool is you go into the conversations, you actually can. Uh, tap it, go to info, and you actually can go in and change the name and the photo uh, of of the uh, the conversation, uh, which is really cool. And uh, uh, being able to uh, uh, to 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 do that, and then um, and you 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 also can actually uh, including group messages. You can go to single messages by swiping right and then tapping hold. Um, you uh, allows you to be able to uh, single out messages um, in that as well. Um, and if you want to reply to a prior message in that group, I think that's cool too. You just tap it and then you can, you can go reply and it'll, it'll highlight just that message in the group. It's how, how cool is that? Cause I mean, everybody's going to still be able to see that, that the, see that yeah. message. So it's not going to be private, but at least now you're going to single out, um, that particular message in the group and say, Hey, this right. is what well, I'm it, replying it helps, to. It helps to provide context. To whatever yeah. it is when you when you have when messages. you have three or more people yeah. all rapid firing all going their out. hot takes yeah. yeah yeah and yeah. you don't know whose reply is to what no it threaded threaded responses yeah. is really cool it's yeah. I mean it's still a lot of I don't like group chats in general it's just yeah. too much happening at once and I like Slack where a thread becomes its own right kind of conversation but yeah no it's a huge step up from just a barrage yeah. of text messages. It yeah, cuts no. back on it cuts back on the you said what about my mother kind of messages. So you know <laughs> right. people understand. No, no, no. I I meant you know it was a completely different conversation. And that's the next thing too is you know the, you you always had to scroll through your your long list of messages and you know because I'm sure as most of us do have a lot of messages that we just don't delete and they save and um, now that you got the one that's that's important to you like I have my one of my my friend Brian is, is is at the top there when he responds it just shows a little bubble of when he responds uh, right at the top there so I don't have to go and look down and look at it um, so. A lot, lot of great things that they've added in this, and there's so many other tips with this, uh, what, what you can do in, in messages, but uh, I thought those a couple of those, those are uh, two of them that stood out. Um, and uh, one last tip I wanted to talk about was uh, is uh, the ability to being able to share Apple Watch faces. Uh, Brett, you said you, yeah, have, this, you, you, you have a, you have a watch face. Yet. Yeah, this is, this is a really cool thing, and it's a fun addition that they added. This is in Watch OS 7. And uh, so you can impress your friends uh, with your creations. As I, I did have a link in the show notes and, uh, from uh, Mac Rumors, like they said that. Uh, and the way you do it is, if you go on your Apple Watch, you swipe your swipe to the face you want to share. You you press and hold the face until the edit share, edit and share buttons appear. Tap share button, and it looks like a square. You know the normal share icon we're used to, the the square with the arrow up, uh, and. Uh, you tap add a contact, and then of course you have to speak it <laughs> to, to 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 get it in there, and you can send it send it over to that person, and uh, they'll have a watch face your watch face and be able to download it right to the watch. I, I mean, I think that's just so cool. Um, and then and then you go into the app, the iPhone, and and you can uh, go in there as well and be able to share it. So, um, did you guys uh, do you guys do a lot of watch faces, guy? You said you don't. You, uh, did you change your? Apple I, watch? I had heard I'd heard about. That feature, but for the for the most part, I mean, my watch face is basically you've got time, then you've got in each corner some different little function that I use 
uh, like battery, how, you know, what my battery life is that's left, yeah. uh, what the current temperature is, you know, things along those lines. Uh, and I know that there's a plethora of like oh other crazy watch enough. faces out there. Um, one thing, one thing that uh, I, I heard someone talking about on some show, uh, why Apple doesn't allow other people to sell watch faces that this was something that uh, I guess was thought would be a, a huge market mm-hmm. for someone. Um, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> I love my Apple watch, but I, I don't know if I would be interested in most watch faces beyond the ones that are just normally supplied. Yeah. That's what I am. I use the, I, 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 I keep the chronograph and the, the, the watch hands. I, that's the one I, I've been using for, for years. So I really haven't changed. So Brett, any watch it, faces you use? Like I said, uh, the, the S lady watch face is all I need. Um, and if that one weren't stock, um, I would pay for it. Just like yeah. it, it does such a great job of surfacing the information that I need at any given time. I can just look at my watch and, there it is right now. It wants me to start a yoga workout, gives me my resting BPM and tells me it's time to take a minute to breathe, which are at this time of yeah. the, in time of the evening. Those are three things that, <laughs> that could be happening. Um, and, you know, like I've got my weather just one scroll away. I, yeah. It's it's kind of ideal to me. It, it thinks for me. Do, do you that. have do you have the watch that has cellular connectivity or is it no. just paired with your with your phone? Yeah. Okay. I ended up getting that with the watch. Uh, this I just got that Series Six. If you don't know, Brett, uh, just bought it uh, and did a review of it uh, uh, last week. Um, I did get the one with cellular, but I didn't turn it on um, only because I didn't want to wait. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, uh, but uh, but I traded in my uh, my Series Four and uh, got 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 a little credit on that. So uh, so uh, it's 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 a great watch. I'm very happy with it and. Uh, and the Series Three actually is a really good watch too. So then I think you should have no complaints. Uh, yeah, that's the that's one gonna... I started with was the Series Three, and I had that for I had that one went to the Series Four, and then was smart and did not upgrade to the Series Five and waited, and, and then I still have a water damaged Series One. If anyone wants it, <laughs> how could you have a water? Da- I mean, did did did, it, did you swim in it or? Uh, took showers. Uh, just took enough showers with enough steam that it eventually stopped working. Oh. I was like, hey, cut that out. You're supposed to be able to swim in it. <laughs> I I'm very nervous of swimming in the Apple Watch. I don't I don't I don't think I would ever do it. I just it just especially it's too expensive for me to be worrying about the although it does, you know, it does get all the water out, out once you um yeah. you know with with the the crown, the digital crown and push it. So uh uh so uh it it definitely is something great. So but uh Anything, anything else you guys have uh, that, that, uh, that stands out for iOS before we wrap things up? I'm, I think I'm good. I mean, right. I, I'm on the beta. The only beta that I'm using in iOS is for the iPad. Right. And um, the thing that drives me crazy about the iPad, two things. Number one, multi-user isn't there. Uh, number two, it, multitasking, the rules just keep changing on how to do different things at the same time with an iPad. And I really need them to stop doing that. Just come out, come out with one set of rules, keep those rules for a while, let people get used to them. Yeah. Uh, especially now that, that you have a, um, 
uh, you can have a, a, a full-time um, pointer icon thing, whatever you want to call it, uh, which, which I love. The bridge keyboard I have has a built-in trackpad. So I, I'm, it, I, I love that thing. It's so much easier to get around, yeah. know, especially in things like writing apps. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, let's all go ahead and wrap things up here then. Uh, uh, this was a great show. Appreciate you guys being on the show here. And uh, that's a wrap for this week. Please send your comments, questions, and suggestions to our email address, feedback at intouchwithios.com. You can follow us on Twitter at InTouchWithIOS. You can subscribe in your favorite podcatcher, including Apple Podcasts and many others, including Spotify. And you, uh, better yet, just go to our website at InTouchWithIOS.com, where all the links to all the ways to listen to us are there. I am Dave Ginsberg, and you can find me on Twitter at DaveG65. Brett, thanks again for being here. We hope you enjoyed it, and uh, we, we, we surely did. And where can people find you? I'm, uh, you can find me at BrettHerpstra.com. Uh, you'll find all of my projects and things like the text editor comparisons there. And uh, TT Scoff on any social network you type it into. Okay. And uh, and then you can find my podcast, uh, Systematic, is at systematicpod.com, and Overtired is at overtiredpod.com. Can, can I ask you, what is what is the Overtired Podcast? That is, I'd love that it's name. two ADHD pop culture fans um, with like it various... <laughs> it, it covers mental health, a lot about Taylor Swift. And uh, and then super <laughs> super nerdy stuff like building keyboards and uh it's christina warren if if you're familiar uh she's right for mashable now she works at microsoft um she has an encyclopedic knowledge of uh topics including taylor swift and 90s teen (laughs) soaps uh so if you have any if you want to hear a a 10 minute screed on beverly hills 90210 this is the show for you she's your girl And I'm and I'm the balance. Like so she goes off on those and I'm the guy that's like all right, let's bring reel it, back. it in, reel it in. Yeah. Okay, come on, come on. We have fun. Nobody cares what Brenda's well, doing. We'll, you know? we'll have all the links in the show notes to get to, to, to find you. Appreciate you being on the show, Brett. <laughs> uh Guy, uh, thanks yeah. again for uh guest co hosting. Uh, where can sure. people find you? Uh you can find me, you can send me email at uh, Guy, oddly enough, at my Mac dot com uh much like brett you can find me almost everywhere uh on the uh various social networks if you look up my name or mac parrot uh one that i'm kind of putting out a lot more now is uh vert shark because i have the vertshark.com website where all the audios and videos can be found uh, of course i do the my mac podcast each and every week with uh gazmaz over there in the uk and the mac to the future Live casts go normally, not this week, but normally on Wednesday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And lastly, uh, a little bit of insanity, guys, daily drive that I don't do every day, but I am driving, uh, <laughs> that you can find in YouTube at VertShark uh, in both audio and video versions. If you go to your podcatcher of choice, just look up Guys Daily Drive. You'll get... You'll get um, Guy's Daily Drive. You'll get the Mac the Future audio version. You'll get the yeah, get video, the audio video version, which doesn't make any sense, but it, it does if you listen to it, of the MyMac.com podcast. So many things all in one feed because I'm too cheap to break it up to another feed. Okay. Well, thanks for being here. I appreciate it. 
Sure. And thanks to everybody out there and listening. We really, probably really appreciate it. We really appreciate it. And uh, we'll talk again soon.